Gordano. Gordano. Well, certainly this is a podcast. Gordano, indeed. Well, I certainly didn't mean to surprise you there. I was uh, shocked from a reverie caused (laughs) by um, anticipation of a lovely podcast. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, William, because it might be a shambolic piece of, well, dreadfulness. Well, I might be wonderful. The back catalogue. <laughs> if, uh, if previous works are anything to go by, it's bound to be an absolute corker. Oh, but do you remember um, uh, Science Dreams and Banky Moon? Oh, the show we did that was called that Science. Was, uh, oh, so good, so wistful. That was oh. so, it, it was very wistful. Oh, wasn't it? so wistful. So, listen, go and listen to that, and we'll speak to you at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not in service. And so on and so forth. Uh, no, it's fine. Well, there we go. The ambulance has crashed. Uh, welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to Sorry Not In Service here on 10 Radio. Think of it as a, I don't know, a crashed ambulance. A crashed ambulance <laughs> or a radio enema. Uh, this is Simon speaking, and you can tell it's me because I'm on the left and wearing the shirt. Right. And uh, and on my right, wearing... Is, um, uh, uh, William and uh, wearing what? What do what? I normally wear? Well, I mean, certainly, well, in this situation, this particular scenario, you're wearing what can only be described as a highly erotically charged T-shirt. I certainly am. It's always good to add a degree of eroticism to any available radio show, especially the news. (laughs) That's right, sir. And uh, we'll be, um, well, we'll be remaining uh, in an erotic state for the next hour and 55 minutes. That's going to be difficult to maintain. (laughs) Well, not for me, sir. I'm really enjoying myself. Well, I always kind of like to be... Uh, that was uh, well. It was certainly uh, well. It was certainly Jeff, 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 certainly Jeffrey Lewis. And uh, Jeffrey yeah, Lewis. and I've got written down here around the bush there. Written down um, here and the junkyard with uh, uh, hit number one single. Uh, whistle past the graveyard. Oh, whistle past the graveyard. Yes, that's right. Seems yes. insensitive. It does really, doesn't, doesn't it? it? But then again, maybe that works very well at the top of the show here. Sorry, not in service, which seems insensitive <laughs> yes it's insensitive uh, starting sorry not in service is an insensitive action for people who like competent radio yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah sure sure okay. sure, sure, sure sure we all know that mm. hey Simon what Simon, now William Simon yes William Simon despite us being uh, awful as we all know yes sir um, there are things which keep us in check and one of them is a formatting point formatting point of the show Go on. Have you done anything in the last week? Uh, well, William, yes, I have. I, I've got this is sort of an anecdote, isn't it? Well, driving <laughs> along in my motor motormobile, motor and, milk, motor milk, and uh, and um, and uh, I can't open the driver's side window in my car uh, for whatever reason, cursed or something. And um, <laughs> because it's Religion. hot, there's lots of flies around, and there's this been this fly that's been living in my car. And um, I, I thought, and it was buzzing around. I was driving. I was trying to concentrate on the road, William, and yeah. it was. 
buzzing around and then it landed on me. Oh, right. So that's, oh, they do do that, don't they? They will do that. And, yes. and, and so I thought, right, that's it, Buster. Your time is up. So is it called Buster? I went to slap it. You even named him. I went to slap it, missed it. Oh, I missed it by country mile, so I ended up slapping myself. On the thigh? Well, nearly. Nearly on the thigh? Yes, sir. Either available thigh? Yep. Nearly on either available <laughs> yep. thigh? He landed very much in the crotchal zone. <laughs> and um, and I thought the resentable thing to do driving along punch was to punch myself in certainly the knackers and uh, suddenly it, 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 it made the drive home just more slightly more painful did you get the fly? no no, no. I mean, that would have been quite the encounter of the fly wouldn't it? so the whole thing was a rum do <laughs> I mean no, nobody wants to be hammered to death on the anvil of your crotch do they? <laughs> No. Or do they? Email it if you want to be hammered to death on the anvil of Simon's crotch. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That's a lovely little bit of Caribbean type kind of. Well, Spanish, stuff. certainly, yeah. It's Spanish? Yes, sir. It sounds like steel drums. Yeah, I mean, my mum would have been sort of sound effect on a keyboard. Gotta keep your olive oil and something. E.g. Um, William, I keep my we've, olive oil. <laughs> we've, um, we've all enjoyed my anecdotes. William, I wonder what would what would what would uh, a, a situation where you had an anecdote uh, to tell sound well, that, like? It would sound it would sound a little bit something like this. Um, right. Okay. Uh, it would a little bit something like, like this. this. Anecdote: We have currently in work, um, uh, which I won't name because it'd be advertising, um, but twenty five percent off clothing. Blimey, oh! It's gone a bit busy occasionally. Well, of course, certainly. Generally Which twenty-five percent has been taken off? <laughs> <laughs> the midriff. Oh, yes, I see. <laughs> and the top of trousers. I see. Why are we even here, William? We should be, you know, stocking up on midriffless trousers, bras, bras, and that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, do continue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, in a bid to uh, kind of maintain the necessary energy levels, yeah, to <laughs> crack on with this, I've got into um, overdrive. You know, I've got to. I think I've discussed before my tendency to do a little bit of um, singing, singing to myself at work. Yeah, Generally sure. out back, I hide out in the dusty cage and I sing to myself whilst I organise things. Go out on the shop floor and then mousy quiet. Certainly, uh, the former dictator of China. <laughs> Uh, but uh, in order to keep energy levels, I've been doing two things. One, numero uno, in my traditional singing uh, locale. Yes. I've just kind of jacked the volume up by about 25%, which has been good fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been really, really belting songs out at quite, yeah. a, quite an extraordinary volume, which is, which is good fun because uh, the clothing cage is very much um, kind of separated from the, uh, the actual shop floor where humans live. Fine, of course. Yeah, um, and do their Chopin. Um, by what, 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 what do you call um, this gap between my fingers is probably about um, two mil one and a half mil two mil one and a half mil of, of gas and balsa wood so <laughs> oh I see my singing is very audible I understand yes my right. singing is very very audible and so in a similar system to uh, your last one uh, my rendition of Fred Wedlock's The Vicar and the Frog has very much been picked up <laughs> on the shop floor which is which is slightly inappropriate um, <laughs> may I Bing bong! There once, once was a very, very holy vicar was walking along the street one day. Yeah. When he heard a little voice saying, Excuse me, vicar, help me, vicar, the voice did say. And the vicar turned around and all he could see was a tiny frog sitting on the ground. My dear little froggy, would you speak to me? Was it you who spoke when I heard that sound? 
Oh yes, said the frog, oh help me, vicar, I'm not really a frog, you see. I'm a choir boy, really, but a wicked fairy cast a nasty spell on me. And the only way I can be saved from that evil spell, the little frog said, is for someone to take me and put me in a place where a holy man has laid his head. So the vicar took him home and put him on his pillow and there he lay till the break of day And the very next morning a blessed miracle The spell was broken I'm glad to say And there was a choir boy in bed with the vicar And I hope you think this all makes sense For there my lords and members of the jury rest the case for the defence So that was oh, on the shop floor <laughs> <laughs> And that goes out to Dad and customers of Sainsbury's <laughs> Does it? Well thanks for naming it Thanks <laughs> Yeah, there was that part. Yeah. But the problem is, you, I, you do a load of work in the cage and you run out of songs pretty quick sharp. And so I started having to dig in quite deep to my um, uh, my available repertoire. Sure. So I came out with um, uh, I Hold Your Hand in Mine by Tom Lehrer, which isn't too bad. It merely discusses the murder of a spouse and the retaining of her hand after you've disposed the body. Classic stuff. You'll hear Bing Crosby singing about that in most uh, shopping malls. Um, but also a little bit of Flight of the Concords right. and Mermaids. Is it normal for a guy to wear scuba apparatus when he makes love in the sea? <laughs> and then the next lyric would be, Make love to me! <laughs> I mean... Remarkable. I keep the energy levels up. C certainly you do. <laughs> Fade out. So that was exciting, wasn't it? It's and always in exciting. a foreign language as well. A forereign language, which Simon, is, which I believe is uh, can be referred to as being yeah. continental. Um, well, it depends if it's on, um, a foreign language from a continent. <laughs> That's true, I guess. I guess. Just <laughs> desperately trying to think of Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaiian. Hawaii, uh, what shades of grey? The language Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, speaking of that, Simon, it was your birthday. Get up to anything fun? <laughs> That's right, William. It was my birthday yesterday, and I'm supercharged. Um, yeah, no, we had a, had a lovely day. I ran the payroll at work, and right. um, and, uh, and 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 helped out with um, well, with 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 uh, with some uh, TB testing on the cattle. So it was a wonderful day. That sounds really good fun, Simon. Mm. I've always thought, you know what? This is a great birthday. Yeah, I'm at home. Yeah, I've got a lovely glass of wine. But I wish I was testing tuberculosis <laughs> in bovines. <laughs> well, you can't all be me. Um, um, I mean, it would be impractical. <laughs> exactly, it would be cumbersome, certainly. Um, certainly. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, did, did you get anything fun, as is tradition? Mm -hmm. And present-wise, mm. well, I've only seen, so far, in my birthday, of the, my close relatives and chums, I've only really seen Carla, and Carla's given me a wonderful, wonderful present. A wonderful present, Simon? And it's a present I'm wearing right now, sir. Is it? Yes, sir. She Back out of style? Oh, no. She bought me a new watch. And she yeah, bought me a smartwatch. Is that a smartwatch? It is a smartwatch. Is that a smartwatch, Simon? It's the new Casio smartwatch. You seem to have been dragged kicking a, and screaming into the 20th century. It's got a digital... Dis clock display. I, I see. And a calculator. And a calculator. <laughs> that's right, sir. <laughs> smartwatch. That's, that's an amazing smartwatch. It's, it's incredible. It genuinely is great. Um, it's got lots of different functions. Such as? Uh, well, such a time, date. And, no, time uh, and date. Time and date. Got to, to start. And time you don't need to list it as a watch, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> You've also got a calculator, an alarm setting, a stopwatch, and what's called a data bank. What's the data bank? The data bank is where you can store data. 
Well, yes, certainly. But you can more specifically, you can store people's names and telephone numbers. That's an information bank. <laughs> can you actually store their names? Well, yeah, you can. I'm just trying to work out how you, how you work it now. Sorry, listeners, right. this isn't great radio, obviously. Um, but, uh, uh, for, for clarification, for the, um, how does my for the people who can't see it. For, for, for a smartwatch, it's jolly complicated. So, so, oh, here we go. Okay. Right, so There's Carlos' can... mobile number. If I press that one there. Yeah, how do you know Carlos? It says Carla, Dad. Oh, so I see. Right, okay. Uh, home. So uh, you've actually taken the time to store these phone numbers in your watch. <laughs> my smartwatch. In your smartwatch. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. It is quite a smart-looking watch, it's, it's a lovely-looking watch. I, there's, there's some features on here which I haven't really explored, um, but I, I put a, a photograph of this on the internet. Did you? Last night Heard to celebrate. And, um, and some people commented on some of the functions that appeared to be on the, uh, on the display. I've got um, AC, which um, could be described as, well, potentially, I haven't pressed the button yet, it could be air conditioning. Or we might try that later. Or an <laughs> That's right. right. Self-defence system. <laughs> <laughs> but my favourite one, can you see on the calculator section, Will? Do you remember Andrew Dingwall who ruined all your science experiments? Oh, I do. He pointed out the one on the calculator, top left-hand side. Top left-hand side of the calculator. Reverse time! <laughs> That's right. My smartwatch has got a reverse time function. Simon, you seem to have had a lovely present from the future. Yes, sir. And strangely also with access to the past. Mm -hmm. Um... There, Simon, yes. Simon, would you, would you like a present from, say, the most important person in your life? Yes. That would be uh, you now, wouldn't it, William? It would <laughs> be the conceit of the show, isn't it? Yes, go on. The conceit of the... Conceit of our lives? <laughs> well, what did you do before I was born? I just sat around waiting, I guess. Yeah, you did, <laughs> you see? So, Precisely. Yeah. Give me. I was about me. to say something awful. Um, right, I'm, I, the problem is, you see, I've wrapped all these gifts. Right. But I, d I didn't list what they were, so I might give you something very good, I might give you something very poor. Fine, okay. okay are we ready for the possibility it's very, very poor? Sure. Let's um, give me. Okay, uh, I can't remember what this one is, um, but as you can see, that's um, it's wrapped up in... Um, a page from Classic Rock magazine. <laughs> of uh, Classic Rock and magazines. And magazines. So there's Iron Maiden there. I've lined it up so you've got all the members of Iron Maiden carefully <laughs> displayed. Yep. I've just ripped off some of one of the chap's face, or just ripped into his crotch as well. I mean, this is most unfortunate. It really you is most really unfortunate. Like that, will they? The next album will be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book, listeners. It's a book. It's always a book because Simon needs to read more, and I thought I'd give you something that would help you read. Mysterious w Walks in Mysterious Wiltshire. <laughs> That was mysterious. <laughs> it's done mysterious in a sort of mysterious font. And it's um, it's written by Lawrence Maine. And yes. I'm just going to read some of the blurb here. Uh, Wiltshire has long been associated with both historic and prehistoric sites. Yes, it has. I mean, for how long has it been associated <laughs> with prehistoric sites? <laughs> Quite a long time. I, I would argue, one, longer than Wiltshire. <laughs> <laughs> See and experience these for yourself and contemplate their significance. Do it. Uh, white horses carved on hillsides, ancient line, battles, line, Neolithic line. burial sites, network of ley lines, yada yada yada. There are stories of Wiltshire's witches, folklore traditions, Arthurian legends, and even UFOs. There are, Simon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've, yeah. 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 <laughs> Walks in mysterious Wiltshire. So I look no. forward to reading that and doing um, it. Yes. I. Um, and yes, and there will be more things later to enjoy, won't there? <laughs> End of the link. End of the link. <laughs> the twiddly nonsense of Jethro Tull there. Well, quite right, too. Speaking of which. 
Yes, twiddly nonsense there. <laughs> now, William, um, we've all heard of Jethro Tull's twiddly nonsense, haven't we? We certainly have. Now, we, we were all there when Jethro Tull's twiddly nonsense went electric. <laughs> That's right, to, to great shock and awe. Um, but um, I'm trying to sort of force our way, not, not force, but gently guide our way into, uh, into the What's Tom Up To feature. And I'm just trying to work out the best way to get there from Jethro Tull and twiddly nonsense. So, William, have you got any ideas of how we can Jethro smoothly Tull, work our way into Jethro the What's Tull. Tom Up To feature? Into the What's Tom Up To how, do we, how, how will we do that from here? So Jethro Tolls twiddly nonsense. I guess, I mean, it could be said that, I mean, there's a... T Tom begins with a T as does Tull. Ah, okay, right, so... and you got uh, something? Not nonsense is definitely a kind of um, universal describer, so it could be a verb or engagement with a noun. Sure, that's right. And right, this okay. Is workshopping live on air. It really is. <laughs> so, just do it. Yeah, why well, not? Just, 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 just do it. Just do it. Just relax. Just, just, just relax. For goodness just, sake. Just let our trousers relax. down and just go. Oh, why? Fire away. Fire away. Well, oh, well, why not? You first. Tom up, up to now. Hello. Good evening, Mr. Thomas. Good evening, Mr. Simon. Now, Tom, you like singing pop songs, don't you? I sing a, an occasional pop song. Right, OK, well, get your chops around this. If you're Tom and you know it, clap your hands. If you're Tom and you know it, clap your hands. If you're Tom and you know it and you really want to show it, if you're Tom and you know it, what are you up to, Tom? Uh, uh, packing a bag <laughs> And that's your life And many more <laughs> Okay, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Bye, Simon. Bye-bye. What is Tom up, up to now? He was packing a bag this time, well. <laughs> he was packing a bag, wasn't he, Simon? Yeah. And singing about it, or at least singing about being Tom. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so that was jolly exciting. No pasta for Tom. No pasta for Tom this time no, round. But I, will, I wonder, what's Tom packing for? Oh my where god. Where did he be going? Hang on, let me think. Um, Tom, where does he go? What does he do? Could he be going to some kind of YouTube convention to be a pasta chef? <laughs> That's right. That's right, maybe he is. Yes. Dressed as Batman. Dressed as Batman. A uh, Batman serving pasta at a YouTube convention. <laughs> Whatever a YouTube convention. <laughs> It's just where all the people who've ever witnessed or caused video mm, would just caused get together. Video. Just caused video. I've been the cause of video. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They'd, they'd get together and they'd eat pasta from Batman Tom. <laughs> Bat Tom. She lives in Kruken and she eats good food. She has a long nose and she has black fur. She makes brilliant milk. She makes brilliant milk. It comes from her teats.
That's right, listeners. It's hot Gordano news. Hot Gordano? Gordano. She's not getting hot, is she? No, no, she's fine. Okay, Gordano good, the good. cow, of course, who I named on the farm. Uh, she's my little German beauty. <laughs> As opposed to where? At the bibliotheque. Oh. Um, my, little, my little German beauty. Yes. Has given birth. <gasps> she's given She's had a happy event, William. She's had a happy the event. The little stork has Ooh. been... Well, the stork's beak broke because it was carrying the calf. Uh, but Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's going to be a pretty yeah, robust I mean, stork. It, yeah, exactly. Like the wolverine of the stork world. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as previously imagined on the show, um, Gordano's daughter... Yes. Has, her name is a combination of um, Gordano's name and the daddy's name. Right. So oh. Gordano's daughter is called Grizzly Gordano. <laughs> Grizzly Cordano. Taking a screenshot of our um, herd management software where there were. So it's easy up at the top, just where my finger is. Okay, just to confirm. Uh, I see Grizzly Cordano. That's absolutely lovely. She's, uh, um, she's 39 kilograms of pure Holstein. And lovely. she was born on the 4th of August 2015. So um, thoroughly delighted about that. Gordano has, has given birth and I will be giving you updates on how Grizzly is getting on. How's Gordano dealing with um, being a mother? Gordano's taken to it swimmingly. She's, um, she's still quite skittish around me and she doesn't like me going anywhere near her. What? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Has she seen the video you did for the song? That might have been it. That have you been playing that? She didn't go to a YouTube convention, <laughs> did she? Was that, yeah. Just there with a bowl of back pasta going, oh, this is lovely. Oh, hang on a minute. Hold I know. On. That, I don't remember my image being um, officially licensed. Exactly, for this. Yeah, precisely. So, well, yeah. there we go. Grizzly Gordano, ladies and gentlemen. You of course, trouble with your colleagues. <laughs> Alive and well, and her produce on your cornflakes within the next two or three years. What, beef? Milk! Milk! I put beef on cornflakes. Press play, sir. Why? Why are you doing? Who are you? Oh, for goodness' sake! What's going on? Core blimey and love my duck. That's right. Cockneys are coming to Bathilton on the 30th of August. The Cockneys, whose natural habitat is in the urban jungle, will be displayed to the public on Magic Johnson's mobile zoo from the beginning of September. Hear their distinctive calls of "That's a right two and eight, and I'm not mistaken about that fact," or "Would you do me a favour? My trouble and strife is suffering from a seizure in the rub a dub dub. Fetch help." Marvel at their rituals for garnering a mate, and see if you can spot the pearly queen in the cockney nest. It's going to be a very good knees up, Mrs Brown. And don't look now, it's hiding time in Chipstable. That's right, from the 1st of September, the Chipstable Union of Invisible Citizens will be extending invitation to all the parishioners who have the raw talent to remain unseen at all times. Anyone interested in joining this august company merely has to avoid any observation by third parties and send a £2.30 postal order to the chairman, Mangles Ionosphere. Applicants are warned there will be an interview, which will be held on top of a pillar by day. Love is in the air in the ten parishes next week as top relationship guru Sebastian Tugweed is in the area for two dates of his nationwide tour. Tugweed will be taking questions from the floor before giving advice through a series of erotic demonstrations with the help of volunteers from the audience. Banned throughout Moldova and currently on the run from Interpol in connection with the mis-selling of pet insurance scam, these shows could be his last and he's sure to go out with a bang. And move over, sorry! 
You guessed it. From the end of next week, the polysyllabic Hewish Champ Flower will be moving Surrey. In a dance as old as time, Hewish Champ Florists have voted that the 35th largest county in Britain must respond to the call of the goose and migrate south for winter. High Sheriff of Surrey, Helen Bocock, has so far declined to comment as she has no idea what's going to happen. Surrey will winter on the Serengeti Plains before being moved back when the spring arrives. Wow. In an act of solidarity with their London brethren, 72 Storley residents are set to go on tube strike on the 25th. The activists will be stalking the village from noon till midnight and striking any hollow cylindrical objects they can find with their special big hammers. Wessex Water will be sending additional plumbers to the area in preparation and residents are advised to keep any relatives taking on medication intravenously hidden from view. P.U. What's that smell? It smells like the death knell of an ancient rivalry, that's what. You smelled right. From the end of the month, the formerly illegal ditch of Preston Bowyer will be taken off the list of banned places and will be given the opportunity to make amends for all the terrible atrocities it must surely have performed. A delegate from the degenerate pit is with us here now, chewing his toenails and... Hang on. Is that a glass of bile? We don't allow drinks in the studio. Oh, oh, Preston Bowyer! And those are all the events happening in this area for the next foreseeable future. Goodbye. William, uh, we um, we were talking earlier about my trip to Stoke-on-Trent, weren't we? Now, um, to get to Stoke-on-Trent, it is unusual uh, that you would might go on a motorway. Brackets, i.e. the M5 followed by the M6. Um, now, on the motorway, William, especially in summertime, yes, there's lots of caravans. Caravans. Now, I've devised a fun new game, which yes. is look at the name of the caravan. That's what I'm calling it. Is there any additional stage to this game? No. That's <laughs> because Carl and I have discovered that um, a lot of caravans, especially the really run-down, manky-looking ones, have got the most preposterous names. Yeah. Possible. So Carla and I took great delight in writing down some of the caravan names that we saw, and I'd like to give you a rundown of some of my favourite ones. Okay. And in at number 10 was the Bailey Pursuit Plus, chasing down Bailey faster than his other pursuers. <laughs> at number 9 is the Swift Charisma, impress your friends with your caravan's sharp quips. Number eight is the Hymer. Do not, as Carla and I did, misread it as Hymen. <laughs> Number seven is the Crusader Super Cyclone. A natural disaster in caravan form. Number six is the Swift Archway. Like a normal archway, but quicker. And a caravan. Number five is the Coachman Pastiche. A bit like a coachman. Number four, Erly Troll. Who wouldn't want to pull a big metal troll? Number three... The Lunar Chateau. <laughs> what the French would live in when on the moon. <laughs> At number two. You having that one, Will? <laughs> At number two. Just don't even move. <laughs> At number two. Expression by Michael. <laughs> what? Michael's expression in pure caravan. And at number one, for the sixth week running, Hubris on Wheels. What? Number one is the Caravan Du Jour, the Ace Globestar Supreme. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are the top ten caravans on the M5 and M6 last weekend. <laughs> Lunar 
fuck you saying? <laughs> Luna, I'm sorry, Simon. I mean, frankly, I would put Luna Chateau at number one because the more I think about it, the more it really doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Mooncastle. <laughs> We're taking the moon castle out <laughs> we take, to a caravan site. Uh, we're, we're going to put Port Talbot on the weekend. Are we taking the, the Lunar Chateau or the Crusader Super Cyclone? <laughs> oh, can, we go, can we go somewhere which has got built toilets? I don't like emptying the chemical toilet in my moon castle. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a new game for you to play. Spot the name of the caravan. But always remember to keep your eyes on the road. That's where the caravans are. That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And uh, the following piece of music, music, has been the following piece of music, music. has been muted. Do want to swap, swap them around a little bit? Uh, the following piece of music has been muted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Emmerdale Farm. Mr. Tootie Baghorn. That's right, listeners. Tootie's back in town. Hey, Tootie! Tootmeister! Tootie! Hey, Tootie! I've seen you off and getting money after people who can That's right, listeners. Uh, now, so uh, this is an email that Tootie received. Um, subject, assistance needed. I am Captain Anna Crossley from British Armed Forces, serving here in Afghanistan on a peacekeeping mission with the United Nations. I need your urgent assistance. Please get back to me privately at captainanna.gmail.com. Captainanna at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Nice. Morning, Captain. How can Tootie Baghorn be of service? Nice. Tootie Baghorn. So the reply was from Captain Anna. Dear Tootie, I am Captain Anna Crossley from England, serving here in Afghanistan on a United Nations peacekeeping mission. I just received your mail, and I want to say thank you very much for your kind attention. In 2009, I was among the special envoy of Mr. President Barack Obama on his visit to the African state of Ghana, which was meant to foster economic partnership between the US and Ghana. While, I, while there, I invested in the Ghana rich gold business. <laughs> Not really paying attention there. She wasn't, no. No. She was meant to be looking after the president. But, but you, know, a, you, you see a little souk and you think, you know what, I'll just take five minutes and just do a little bit of shopping, have a look around. That's right, there was a guy there with a sort of a, a pole and a poster on the top saying Ghana rich gold business this yeah. way <laughs> oh that sounds nice after the initial investment I made a huge sum of money in a couple of days owing to the fact I cannot travel with such huge sums of money I had to deposit my money in a safekeeping box and deposit it for, deposited it for safekeeping with the Western World Security Company West, <laughs> the Western World Security, Security Company that's right we're all familiar with that one, aren't of we? Of course, yeah, especially in the Western world. <laughs> that's right, uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, that's where you put your money after you've uh, had a windfall from the Ghana rich gold business. I received a mail from the warehouse manager informing me to come for my consignment box, as the warehouse is in bad condition and it has to be cleared. 
That often happens, I find. I do find that. You get that quite a lot in Switzerland. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, especially yeah. in 1945. <laughs> I did write to them to inform them that I cannot leave the military base because I am on special assignment. I get a reply from them informing me on the importance of coming for my box. And since I will not be able to come, a beneficiary can get it for me and keep it in trust. I want you to please help me clear my luggage. But, but, but she wants you to go to Ghana? Yes. Tootie's off to Ghana. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I don't jingle for that. As soon as the luggage is with you, let me know, please. Uh, what is important is the diamonds and gold. I will offer you 20% for your assistance to me. I await your reply ASAP. Good day, no captain. Crikey, what a story. I would love to help out, especially if your new investment winnings is a lot of cash. Brackets could do with plenty of the stuff. Debt, new skateboard required, etc. How much is in your box? You say you will offer me 20%. If the money is £10 or less, then I will have to ask for a bit more, brackets, maybe 23%. But if it's £10 million, then 20% will be dandy. Please let me know. Tootie. He replies. Dear Tootie. Oh, hello. First, I wish to thank you for your response, and I sincerely appreciate your interest to assist me in this matter. Please endeavour to observe utmost discretion in all matters concerning this issue. You're You're listening listening to 10 10 Radio. (laughs) The amount of money in the box is £6.7 million. And I have a plan of investing the money in any ventures of our choice. <laughs> Below is the information of the United Nations Security Company. Contact person Dr. Alex Coffey. Tell him that you are my beneficiary and that you want to receive the luggage box. Luggage registration number 3153UNGH. She just gave it out on air, Simon. Balls. You also just said <laughs> Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Well, let's see what Tootie says. Okay, good point. Good day, Noanna. Thanks for writing back to me so quickly. Or having a quiet day, perhaps. 6.7 million euros is a hefty amount indeed, and I could use the 1.2 million that I will get really quickly. Brackets. I have got designs on a new kind of car that runs on beef that I'd like to build. <laughs> we all love a beef car. Actually, thinking about it, that could be a pretty good investment for the rest of the money, too. I'm getting a lot of interest from abattoirs and butchers at the moment. What do you think, Baghorn? Dear Tootie, oh. have you contacted the security company? I and my teams are going out for a patrol. You know, the rebels are killing, and they're getting to our knaves. About 12 rebels were killed last night. I'm getting ready for the night patrol with my teams. Please update me so that I know, so that I will know what happened. Okay, Anna Crossley. Uh, the rebels? Yes, sir. Star Wars? Dear Captain Anna, blimey O'Reilly, sounds like you're having a pig of a day. <laughs> You don't need to add the gold and diamonds to your list of issues. When I get my hand on them, brackets the other hand fell off following an accident with a threshing machine, I will take very good care of them. I am a very careful man, albeit one with a habit of getting embroiled in agricultural equipment. (laughs) How how about the beefmobile? Could be just the thing for you and your troops. Propulsion and dinner in one product. Wow! Maybe you could discuss this tonight with your troops when you go out for the night. Tea baghorn. And that, listeners, is where the first section of our, of our adventure with Tootie Baghorn ends. You're really selling this beef. Tootie's really selling this beef car, isn't That's he? right. Well, you just wait until he uh, gets in discussions with um, Dr. Alex Coffey, who's got the um, He's box. got the design on a dr- some kind of drinks copter. <laughs> so a uh, bit of pop music and uh, then the rest of a radio show. was Clinic William was and with, clinic? with uh, quite uh, an uh, well uh, I guess the word is appropriate song yeah 
August, being as it is the month of August. If you're listening it to is. this in the future, then this is what it was like in the past. This it was one, August. And, 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 yeah, I'll go further than that, Simon. You know what? This is August company the listeners find themselves in, isn't it? Well, August so, August company. August. Yeah, August. that's right. Or, um, if, um, if you were, uh, if you had a friend who was called um, Trevor and Gus, and they lived together, and you phoned these people, and you went, and they went hello, and um, your wife said, oh, who's answered the phone? You might just put your hand to the receiver and go, it's Trevor or Gus. <laughs> and then carry on your conversation. So, William, uh, what was what was coming up next? Simon, what now? Simon, Simon, Simon. Yeah. One of the exciting things about August is that it's when your birthday is a happening. That's right, William. It certainly my, is, Simon. My, 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 my smartwatch will attest to that. As long as you don't reverse time. Of course. Now then, Simon. Um, I'm going to uh, present to you a challenge. Oh a little bit goodness. like the game of uh, Blackjack or 21. You're going to be asked to stick or twist because I've got, uh, Simon, two two musical gifts here. Oh, now, compact disc I'm going to hand you the first one. And, and this is, uh, once again, wrapped in a page from Classic Rock magazine. Oh, lovely. And so, uh, um, we have now... Uh, we have Robert... Uh, we have, Jimmy Page. We have Jimmy Page. We have Robert just, Jimmy so Page. People can tell uh, what which is Jimmy's page today. Uh, Jimmy's page is number seventy six. Page seventy six. Jimmy page seventy six. Page seventy six. <laughs> I've got a frightful feeling you've paid more attention to the wrapping paper than the presents of. Well. Only just. <laughs> so what have we got in here then? I wonder. It's a CD, a compact disc from the past, of course, and the future. Oh, one hundred percent line dance music. <laughs> Fourteen great songs to dance to. The Stetson Stompers. I mean, this certainly looks like it's a cheap knockoff CD, and it's got a coffee stain under the uh, uh, it casing. It certainly does. It certainly does. So, um, wow, that, William, this is extraordinary. Well, see, I was thinking, Simon, I don't ever see you line dancing, and I was wondering. You don't see me line dancing. Very do rarely. No. Very rarely. Only by night, and yes. that's difficult to see. And I thought maybe, Simon, what you need is that you just need the backing music, and you'll just start line dancing arbitrarily. Although I suppose if you're just line dancing on your own, it's a full stop dance, isn't it? <laughs> That's right, sir. It's never really occurred to me before. No. But, uh, well, well, maybe we'll play some line dancing music later and we'll, maybe we'll we work will. it out from there. Uh, maybe we should play some line dancing music next. Or do you stick at the line dancing music? Well, certainly not, of course or, we Oh, 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 Jeopardy. Oh, mental. So you get on to like the £500,000 question on the millionaire and then go, oh, I know it, before it gives you the answers, do you? Jeopardy. So, right, are we sticking or twisting the line? Oh, we're twisting, obviously. You've got a line dance music twisting, CD with a coffee stain in or it. Or possibly sticking. <laughs> twisting. Uh, this Give it again for a Classic Rock magazine. Who's this time? This time round? Oh, I don't know who they are, but they all look jolly good fun. They all look like they're sort of people who should be stood in front of like a brick wall in the uh, late eighties yep. with uh, an afro and a, and a microphone. You've, you've successfully identified the uh, the decade. It's it's Toto. I've never heard of them. You've not heard of Toto. I hope this isn't a Toto CD because then I'll be really I'll be really stuck, won't I? Yeah, you would be. A bit oh, really lovely stuck. thing. I've always wanted one of those. I thought I should have stuck and gone with a line. Oh, William, bless you. No, I haven't got this. I don't think. Anyway, you haven't got that. No, I haven't. No, no, I haven't. That's wonderful. Thank you. William's bought me uh, the, um, the, uh, the Miss Shapes uh, single by the pop group Pulp uh, from their album Different Class. Yeah. And uh, it's got uh, songs that I haven't heard before on the B-sides. And, and at the time, these the singles that they released all had really fun um, inlays. And I'm just undoing this one. One of them was to how to uh, rap uh, the popular <laughs> Class A drug. The cocaines. Yes, it um, was. But this one is uh, a, a pattern for making your own um, uh, blazer, uh, blazer jacket. suit jacket. Yes, wonderful. Thank you, William. That's really great. I thought that, I um, thought that might please. I'm sorry. Sorry, sincerity alarm. 
I'm genuinely <laughs> delighted about that. Thank you very much indeed. Yay! It certainly, certainly pisses all over the 100% line dance music it CD. It doesn't. So it's 100% line dance CD. It's got like 10 songs, 14 songs on it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't represent good value. Uh, it does. I tell you what, William. What? If you knew what your future might hold, oh. brackets, if you had the opposite of my smartwatch, with, which would have a forward time on it, as opposed to the reverse time function, you might have foreseen my disdain to the 100% line dance music album and you wouldn't have bought it what sort of uh, what sort of uh, what sort of what would um, be the mechanism what would be the mechanism for you looking into the future to understand what you should and shouldn't do would oh, I don't know anymore. listening to the horoscopes oh yeah zodiac signs are an important part of who we are but astrology is so much more than personality traits the constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. A spirit of inquiry will lead you to extraordinary conclusions this week, as questions of your position in life will reveal new possibilities. In short, you will sit at a different end of the sofa. Taurus. A bottle of dandelion and burdock will confound expectations by really bringing the party alive. The party will be in your mouth. Nobody will attend. Gemini. You will get back to basics this week by going clubbing. You will spoil the hunting party with your whistle and glow sticks. You will be hospitalized by clubs. Cancer. Upheaval in the workplace will provide great opportunities for advancement. Obviously, you're not paying attention, so they won't be your opportunities. But somebody will benefit. So that's nice. Leo. Your feathers have started to slightly curl at the edges. This is a result of Pluto rising in your sign. When your feathers straighten out, you will know Pluto is moving on. Fact. Virgo. Trouble will come thick and fast this week, as stupid cheaters will be your primary nemesis. You can minimize the damage caused by hiding behind mirrors or wearing a fake mustache. Stupid cheaters. Libra. Professor of Law is a great title. But technically, you need accreditation to call yourself that. Smugly waggling your head while stating that you are using the word professor as a verb is not going to impress your students. Scorpio. Magic isn't real, but bears are. 
Magic bears are a grey area. And concordantly, we advise that you avoid the A303 on Sunday. There's an anti-Scorpio rally for magic bears in Honiton. Sagittarius. Environmental changes can provide inspiration for new ideas. For example, when it gets colder, you could try wearing socks and sandals. Also, when your wife leaves you, your evening meals will contain more mints. Capricorn. Following changes to the official date jurisdiction of Capricorn, there is now only one of you. It is no longer financially viable to support such a small consumer base. And so we regret to inform you that all future events in your life will have to be self-determined. Aquarius. Wrens will be your undoing this week, both in terms of the tiny bird and an army of robotic Christopher Wrens. Pisces. Hunter-gatherer is a sound profession, and one that you could go really far in. Certainly a lot further than your current job in fast food. Monday will be a good start, as you successfully gather Hunter from Gladiators. On Tuesday, you will begin farming Hunter from Gladiators. The better to gather yet more before winter. Congratulations on your new career. Adventures of Mr. Tootie Baghorn. That's right, listeners, the return of Tootie. So Tootie has been in discussion with Captain Anna. Captain Anna has yeah. left a box, a safe deposit box, uh, with the um, with the uh, Western, World. Western World Security Company. Company or something like this. And um, Tootie has been invited to go and collect it. He's been given a special code and he's been asked to contact Dr. Alex Coffey. Oh yeah, okay. Good day, no Dr. A. Coffey. Tootie Baghorn here. I've been chatting with Captain A. Crossley about quite a lot of money and loads of jewels that you have in a box somewhere in your office. Captain Crossley has said that I can have it to build my beef car with. The luggage registration number is 3153 UNGH, which I'm taking as an omen because the numbers in that code are very nearly my PIN number on my bank card. Brackets, <laughs> the first one is different. I've been told to tell you that I am Captain Crossley's beneficiary, even though I don't know what that means. Tootie Baghorn. Right. Dear T. Baghorn, we are in response to your mail. I am pleased to inform you that you have been officially cleared for shipment of your box. Send us the following information so that we can start to process as soon as possible. Full name, address, occupation, country, age, mobile number and luggage registration number. Yours in service, Warehouse Operations Manager, Dr. Dr. Alex Coffey. Dear Mr. Coffey, 
That is splendid news. There will be some dancing in the abattoirs tonight. <laughs> Please find below some details. <laughs> Full name, Tootie Horace Endwood Baghorn. Address, Total House, St. Barry Street, Eanston Burks. Occupation, inventor slash unemployable. Country, UK, age 62, mobile number between phones at present, luggage registration number, don't know, not sure. Dear Tootie, you are kindly advised to pay the clearance fee to enable us to clear the consignment box and book it for shipment. Right. So the amount is 650 euro. Ooh, blimey Charlie. He then says afterwards, Dear Sam, Sam. please do send your payment information to us via email as soon as possible. Yours in service, Dr Alex Coffey. Tootie replies, Oh dear, oh dear. Firstly, my name is not Sam. It is Tootie Baghorn. Secondly, I do not have €650. Brackets, it's currently tied up in livestock. Would you accept £6.59? And I don't hear anything back for two days. Oh dear. So Alex is very upset, clearly. Yeah, or he's just trying to figure it out. £6.59? Is well, that, that going to cover it? Is no, that going to do? Sure it's really going to work. So Tootie follows it up. <laughs> so Tootie follows it up. Gordano United Nations Security. I've not heard anything from you since the, the other day, and Baghorn is deeply concerned. Mm. Is there a problem with getting the magic box from the army lady? I hope not. I've already put down payment on a heifer that should provide enough fuel for the prototype. Yours deeply concerned, bracket C above, Tootie Baghorn. <laughs> Now, things get really sort of, uh... Heated? No, not... Well, heated, yes. Yeah, very heated, in fact. But also, um, informal. Alex becomes... Dr. Alex Coffey becomes very informal. Oh. So, to that email, he replies, If you are not ready to pay for the fees, please do not disturb me again. I just have pity for Anna, because soon I will travel with my family, and if anything happens to the box, it's not my fault. Alex. What? I know. Quite He's threatening really stuff. He turns it round on us. But he's a really, he's a really capable um, he's businessman. He's a doctor, businessman. He's a capable businessman, and he behaves like that. Gordano, Alex, from United Nations Security. Thanks for your charming email. I have pity for Anna too, brackets as well. It must be horrid being in a war and knowing that your jewels are in a box somewhere and Baghorn is powerless to assist. Oh well, I hope you have a lovely holiday with your family. I myself am off on a sort of holiday too, brackets as well. Tootie is off to Bolton to see if he can raise any money for the beef-powered vehicle prototype. I'm calling it the Bovine 2000. It's got the tagline, you are guaranteed to have a beef with it. If I am successful and get some money together for the Bovine 2000 and have a spare 650 quid, would you still consider sending me the box? With the warmest regards imaginable, Tootie Baghorn. Aww. So, uh, Alex is still quite informal, but he's a little bit more sort of pleasant. Dear Tootie, I just saw your mail now. I do not understand you. Do you have £650 to pay for the fees? Dearest yeah. Alex. Mm. Not quite. I no. have a business meeting in Bolton next week where I might be getting some investment money together to build my beef car. If I do get the money, then I could buy the box, but it all depends on how the Bovine 2000 pitch goes. Be honest with me, Alex. Would you invest in a beef-powered car? If you say yes, then I will be much more confident and will do an excellent pitch. Then I will get the £650. Ah, incentive. Yeah. Attached is the advert for the Bovine 2000 that I'm going to show the investors in Bolton. Do you think I will get the money? If I do, then you will get the £650 for the box. Please let me know what you think. I'm going to just show William the advert for the Bovine 2000. Uh, <laughs> right, OK, this is the advert. The Bovine 2000, you are guaranteed to have a beef with it. You, uh, right, so it's a, there's, a, there's a circular system here. You drive, uh, there's a cow and there's a knife and there's beef and you put the beef in the car. You drive to a farm where there are cows and there is a cow and there is a knife and there is beef and you put beef in the car and you drive <laughs> to a farm the, and there's a cow the and knife 2000 and beef, well. put beef in the car and you drive. When do you drive away from the farm? You don't, you just keep going because you need fuel for your car. 
Alex sees this <laughs> right, and replies, <laughs> yes, you, and replies, yes, you will get the money. <laughs> he follows that up by saying, I'm surprised that Anna chose you. You are lucky. If the fees can be paid today, then we'll send it to you tomorrow. Tootie ends the correspondence with, yes, I'm so pumped now you said that you think it's a winner. Baghorn is going to get investment for sure. I'm now so full of confidence that I might show the investors my other invention, the bovone. <laughs> it's a cell phone that you don't need to hold. It just levitates next to your ear, powered by a special ingredient. <laughs> Attached is a similar plan to the bovine 2000. If you think this is good too, I'll pitch it and maybe get some more money for you. Here's the pitch, Will. Uh, right, so the, the, uh, the, the bovone, bovine phone, is powered with beef like my car is. That's the tagline. It's powered Ca with beef like my car is. And we have a cow goes to a knife, goes to beef, and somehow gets it into a phone, and then you can ring up hands-free, say, hello, more beef, please. <laughs> That's right. So, listeners, uh, that was the end of the correspondence. Alex what? obviously didn't, the end? Alex did, obviously didn't think the bovine was a winner. It didn't think, didn't think but the bovine. But I'm going to advise that Tootie goes straight into production with the bovine 2000 vehicle. I, I think certainly, yes. It, that's, that'll be a vehicle for uh, Tootie's success. Toot toot! Uh, listeners, um, the full correspondence and the diagrams are up on the website. Um, or well, they will be up on the website just after 10 o'clock. Um, go to uh, see here, followed by Tootie Bangor. Lovely. What is the website? Oh, sorry, notservice.com. Better. <laughs> kind of boy too actually are you yeah, what yeah, kind I'm of sure. a boy would you say you are Simon? sort of a raggedy assed one raggedy ass boy I don't think that's the effect of the line dancing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hope you were all line dancing at home earlier on listeners I know we were yes. line dancing um, Simon 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 yes sir my cup overfloweth would you take the excess <laughs> I've got more presents for you <laughs> Uh, for, for primo, primo uno. Who do we have, Simon? Uh, Eric Clapton. Yes, we do have Eric Clapton. And actually, it's sincere. Yeah, the photograph, if I hold it there, it looks like I'm talking to Eric Clapton. Oh, there, you mean in front of my face? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you it. do sometimes forget we're on the radio, don't you? Yeah. Simon, these are the two best album covers I could find in all the charity shops of Taunton. And so I hope I, you I, will. I praise indeed. Yes. It, but yeah. No, no, we're, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Great relish. Uh, Primero Uno, uh, we have um, the Ward Brothers <laughs> with their song Cross That Bridge, which yes. has got a couple of, what would you call those, Will? Sort of, uh, kind of massive, monolithic. Yeah, massive stone men and their hands are outstretched and they're, they're kind of just, just touching. touching hands. Just a bridge there. Just cross, cross that bridge. That bridge. And, cross that bridge. And, and, oh, my goodness me. <laughs> oh my goodness me. It's, the, it's called the Puppy Song. It's got a gentleman laying up against a tree with a bit of straw in his mouth and um, a very very flowery shirt and uh, and there's a massive dog blurred in the background <laughs> looks like it's about to jump him the puppy song uh, the puppy song by yes. by um, I think it says that on the actual record um, David Cassidy David of Cassidy with the puppy song there of course Simon. It, it looks like it's signed as well so that's worth Nothing. Uh, next one. <laughs> right, Simon, and of course there is a tradition every single time round we have to do this. I have to present you with a tiny piece of objet d'art. Oh, I see. It's a man And who do we have so this time round? I think, is it Iggy Pop? It looks like, no, it looks like a squashed Ron Wood. And I, I no, I'm not sure who that is, actually. Oh, is it oh, Alice, Alice, Alice Cooper? It's Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. So, uh, yeah. Always referred to as a slightly squashed Ron Wood. So, um, pour this out. What the hell is that? <laughs> 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's certainly in an animal shape. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what you might call, I don't know, Aztec art. Kind of, yeah. Designs, motifs all over it. it I, I think it's possibly a lizard. Do you, uh, do you it's, think it's a lizard? I thought it was a kind of a dog. Well, it might be kind of like a lizard dog, a log. Oh. And uh, it's got some... Really, or scary gnashes. It's very yeah. heavy. Um, I mean, it looks dreadful. So I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. It, it's, it's really horrible. Horrible and dreadful. So it certainly fits the bill. Um, I to say hand and underneath it does say handmade in Bolivia. Yeah, um, and it's got under its chin. It's got sort of like a choker. Yeah, I'm describing this really poorly. It's a okay. dog on all fours with a choker, and there's sort of like an emblem on the choker that's been carved into it, and it's uh, looks like a cow's smiley face. Is it? You think it's a cow's smiley face? Yeah. I think if anything, it looks like a happy version of the face of the actual animal, which I quite like. <laughs> it's something to wear. <laughs> I know what I'm going to get for your birthday. I'm going to get you a choker with like your face, but happy. <laughs> Just under the, uh, by the Adam's apple. Yeah, well, thank you very much for that to all uh, the rock bars. For my Bolivian objet d'art, uh, my puppy song, my stupid line dancing, my pop single, my mysterious Wiltshire book, and um, <laughs> the Ward Brothers. The Ward Brothers with their Cross Their Bridge song. Oh, more or less what I've done is just uh, add to all the nonsense in your house. Yes, that's right. How's your house going to be But I mean, thank you most of all, really, for the um, for the bountiful pictures of elderly rock stars. Yes, and which page is Jimmy Page? Jimmy, the Jimmy page is the Jimmy 67 page. <laughs> Jimmy page 76. And now turn to your Jimmy page 76 in, in your music books with Iros Childs and look at my boots. Sincerely hope, listeners, you have all looked at my boots. Um, Simon. What now, Simon, William? have we arrived at the end of the show? It did. I mean, all the signs are pointed towards it. By signs, I mean my smartwatch. There's something that we, we, we normally do at this time, isn't there? Because, I mean, we definitely arrived here stupid. Yes. But oh, I don't think we're going to leave stupid, are we? No. Because I'm... somewhere along the way, we, we, we kind of... We, 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 did, we, did, we, did we learn anything? Hmm... Will's volume goes up at the same rate that trousers come down in Sainsbury's. And the charity shops of Taunton have more wondrous gifts than anyone would think acceptable. Wiltshire is not as old as Wiltshire. And Simon's fly-smashing tactics smashed his flies, but missed the fly. Hit the tactics, though. Or the tic-tacs, rather. <laughs> it's better to twist than to line dance. I like the green and orange ones. <laughs> they were afterwards. <laughs> And rock stars never die, they just become wrapping paper. That was sorry not in service, you're all highly welcome, although not for another two weeks. Until then, return to your constituencies and prepare for not varmints. Closing the show, we hope you've learnt your lesson. Well, that was that, very much it, wasn't it? No, well, that certainly that was where it ended. Yes, that was right. Well, that was certainly uh, beginning, well, middle, and end, wasn't it? All's well that ends well. Well, certainly there was a beginning, there was an end, and there was that sort of slightly sloppy bit in the middle. There was, in many ways, it was like a McDonald's burger that's just been kind of um, left in the rain. Left in the rain. <laughs> no, like hardened in the sun. Right. 
you're going to buy cheap meat and then, and then realise you don't want it because it's way too hot. And so you think, what I'll do is I'll leave it on hot pavement and the outside will just slightly toast, but the inside will become increasingly mushy as it boils the strange chemicals away. And then forced into your ears. Ugh, so don't pod- forget to subscribe <laughs> so you don't have to come searching us out every week. That's right, and give us a sun-star review. Uh, listeners, um... <laughs> This is uh, the end of the podcast, and there will be other podcasts in the future, one can only presume. Some of them will even be by us. <laughs> it would be amazing if the medium completely collapsed before because of this. <laughs> this one podcast. iTunes pulled it, and the other podcast sourcing... iTunes things. dismantled piece by yeah. piece. Uh, then returned to its constituency yeah, to prepare. Yeah, the offices that make a Stitcher actually just catch fire. <laughs> So, listeners, all that to look forward to, and we might speak to you in two weeks. Maybe.